that's really the, the key to authentic visibility, right? Because when we're in authentic visibility, we attract the people and things that are meant for us, that are in resonance with us. And so much of the time we have been marketed and learned about pop culture visibility, which has to do like really coming from the ego. How do, it's image, right? Image consulting. Like, what do I want to portray? Not what is already here. Like, not, it's not the understanding. So authentic visibility is like the understanding that what is already here is so sacred, full, and perfect. And let me excavate this and unleash this because this will bring to me what is mine. Image, the image work and pop culture visibility is like, how do I want to be perceived? It addresses from the ego level first, right? And then it's like, okay, well, so she looks this way. She did this. This is on Pinterest. I see this here. This is in fashion now. So I'm going to go with this. And then what happens is it leaves a really big space of unfulfillment. Welcome home to Soulshine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin-Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful souls. Mm, I'm very, very, very excited for today's episode. And I do have some notes again because I want to make sure that I cover everything. And I'm going to do my best to keep this little intro short and sweet. So this episode is, I believe it's titled, How to Unlock Your Divine Beauty Codes with Anahita June, a mentor, a teacher, a colleague, a dear sister of mine. And oh my goodness, this may be the, I want to say the oldest repurposed bit of content that I've shared to date on the podcast. When I looked, this one was from November of 2020. So two years ago, oh my gosh, two years ago. And I I also want to preface real quick. Okay, so I'm actually going to like check my notes. I'm going to delete the notes as I say them because I want to make sure that I cover everything. So this was recorded in my Facebook group, which is also hilarious because at the time, Anahita and I reference it as the Living Well Connect. So this is before I even started coaching, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. I mean, I was obviously coaching through my, you know, through the the wellness-based consultant business that I had, but I wasn't really doing this divine feminine women's work and 
hadn't opened up this next level of my embodiment journey. And so I think that's also really funny. So when you hear the Living Well Connect, obviously my group right now is the Awakened Woman Collective. And what's also interesting about this is, you know, like things are ever evolving and changing. And Anahita and I talk about this. It's like as we evolve, everything in our life evolves, right? How we show up in relationships evolves, how we carry ourselves, our branding, our messaging, right? And I've even had a little bit more fine tuning of like, there is a possibility that um, the movement, right, of of my brand, Lindsay Martin Ellis, may shift from the awakened woman to the awakened feminine. So my group may still unsure, just kind of Right. This is this is it. It's like, okay, intuitively it's it's feeling like, okay, the awakened feminine, right? Like we're awakening the feminine within. Right. And and we talk about this too in this episode is it's simpler to talk masculine and feminine and but it's it's not related to gender. It's it's truly not. These are archetypal energies. These are energies that reside within us. So you'll he'll hear more about that. So I wanted to touch on that. That my group's changed and I have some clients. So Clients, if you're listening to this, right, it's like my group name of my Facebook group that I've had since the inception of my company now over six years ago has probably changed four times, maybe more. (laughs) So that's a little under once a year that the group's name has changed. And I just want to remind you and give you that permission that you get to change your mind. So there's that. I also want a presence because a lot of the work that, I mean, Anahita's zone zone of genius, there's many, but there's one in particular related to the psychology of color. And that is a lot about what we're talking about. So just remember, like, you can even put your body on template mode. You can just um, just receive, just be like, okay. I'm receiving this information without physically having to see it, like just setting that intention. If it drives you crazy during the couple of of, of parts of the podcast episode that you want to be able to see, it's going to be up on YouTube. It should already be up on YouTube by the time this puppy is posted, if not maybe even a couple of days later. So just to clarify all podcast episodes are also uploaded on YouTube because some people do like to, you know, Everybody learns differently. Everybody likes to consume differently. Some people like to watch. Some people like the audio. So there will be an opportunity for you to to see after the fact. And it's about a little bit later in the episode where we talk about branding and the color palettes. And to be honest, oh my gosh, when I see myself, November of 2020, my hair was still long. I mean, I had just kind of come out of the program only a few months prior and I was still integrating a lot. And so it's just funny, again, to hear my voice, to hear how I speak. Um, Again, I just really started to use movement as meditation, as as medicine, as this like mystical, magical, miraculous type of prayer. Um, And so a lot has changed in my life. Like at that time, did I know that I would ever be teaching in this way? Probably not. But that's why it's so fun to kind of go back. And I think it's important for you to see me just on the other side of that program, because um, sometimes it's it's not relatable when we see expanders for us or see people that inspire us. And we're like, yeah, I'll never get there. But I want to show you this and, and have you here 
that I was still very much in the middle of um, my stuff in true in a in a big part of my like a, a big initiation and like right that dismantling of like all of the false identities. And of course, there's still layers, as Anahita talks about in the episode. She's still in the process. That's evolution. There's many, many layers to this. But at that point, it was a massive jump in my evolutionary timeline of like, oh, yeah, there's more here. <laughs> there's a lot that is offline in my body. There's a lot that I was never taught, never told. And and just that remembrance and that reawakening of, of you know, that divine feminine universal wisdom that resides within me. So let's see. So I do, I do. I think it's funny because a lot of me, I talk about dancing. I talk about how I started doing things differently in my calendar, right? I, I started talking about just how my I would spend my days. And this was during a time where I, I was like, wait, who taught me that I needed to work Monday through Friday? Like who taught me I needed to still work a nine to five? I became an entrepreneur so that I can create my own schedule. So, but it, it wasn't... It, I feel like that gets thrown around a lot. And I just want to presence this that, you know, it's like financial freedom, time freedom, you know, and but really, like, there's a lot of programming around that. And, and it's more of like, yeah, I change my mind every day <laughs> in terms of what I want to be doing, and how I want to show up. And, and a lot of times what I think I want to do isn't actually what I end up doing, right? Because we're so dynamic. And so this is where I started to truly wake up again and feel and to give myself permission to start over and to start from scratch and to to try new things. All right, what else do I want to share? Um, let's see, I'm looking at my notes here because there were so many pieces. I'm like, I don't want to forget all right, I talked about the YouTube. Okay, so we're cool. We're almost there. So I think I want to, I'm going to do my best to play this message. So, okay. So that was in November 2020 that this, it was, I think it's like a 45 minute teaching from Anahita. Um, lots of juicy content there and then sharing more about my experience. But I wanted to share this message that I sent Anahita. So I sent it to her on Voxer on February. 28th of so earlier this year we're now in October of 2022 and so what was that can I do math right now I don't know was that like yeah it was probably about a year and a half it was probably actually about yeah a year and a half since I had graduated from from that um, iteration of Beauty Unleashed which even the program of course has since evolved since evolved because Anahita is evolving right so this is how this works and I want to play this for you. I, I hope that the sound quality comes through, but I just kept, it was during a time, February was a very inward time for me. I had committed to going to Egypt. I had a very potent ceremony with my sisters in Austin in December, so only two months prior. So it was a very inward time, a time of a lot of activations, a time of just a lot of creating spaciousness. And I kept tuning in and I kept getting this like these little pings to send Anahita a note because I kept being like, wow, this is what really opened the doorway. Like, of course, I did the work. Of course, I said yes. Of course, right? It took me betting on myself and and um, saying yes to myself in this way. But 
right? Like Anahita opened this pathway. Like she allowed me to come into this world that I didn't even know existed. And so I felt called to send her this thank you note kind of out of the blue. We hadn't talked since, um, I gosh, I don't even know. Okay. So we hadn't talked since maybe a a few months prior. And so I want to share this with you and have you hear what I say to her. I think it's just a minute or two. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, I am feeling a, a massive shift happening inside of me and just really grounded in who I am and taking my time, really practicing discernment and what I'm consuming and um, just how often I used to hide in the shadows of others and really stepping into my own and feeling all the feels and just continuing to welcome the expansion and the contraction. And it, it really did, you know, this, this next phase really did begin when, with me saying yes to working with you and I felt called to say thank you. (laughs) And I was nudged to say thank you. And even in the roller coaster of just all of the work, um, you know, just so much exploration and so much remembrance and so much information flooding in. And um, I just feel so much gratitude in my heart for you and your work and how you bring women together and, you know, just like the remembrances that I've had with so many of the the sisters that I've met through you and your work, it just keeps rippling and it keeps rippling and it keeps rippling. So, um, you know, just know that I'm in a massive saying yes to myself, (laughs) really trusting myself and not taking on any new programs. And it feels so good. And, you know, it's like every decision I make now is not coming from a place of feeling like I need it or feeling like something's wrong with me, but just coming from a place of like, oh, hell fuck yes, this feels so expansive and so yummy. And I can't wait to be with my sisters and I can't wait to to grow. Um, and that feels like such a beautiful place to be. So here I am saying thank you, saying I love you and um, holding you in my heart. All right. Love and blessings. Okay. So there's the message. (laughs) And I just want to share, right, like as a mentor, as a guide, as a teacher, it, of course, it's, you know, I, I know that my work is powerful. I know that my work is helping women wake up, right? Just like Anahita knows, but it's always so affirming to receive those messages. And you know, there's a lot of lives that Anahita touches and I think it's just fun. You know, she hadn't heard from me and got, you know, I was in my, I was in my process. We come, we come in and out of waves of, you know, being outward and inward and invisible and, and just going in and, and doing the, the inner work and exploration. And I just felt like I want to share this with her <laughs> and it keeps deepening. It keeps deepening. It keeps deepening. It keeps expanding. And I'm telling you, if you don't, like, I almost want to implore you all. Does implore sound like a command? (laughs) Invite, implore, 
I'm going to Google what the, the true definition of implore, right? It's like, I want to implore you to just start like documenting more of yourself and sharing more of yourself because the mind forgets how far we've come. And I am like, oh my gosh, in 2020, even at the graduation of that program, never in a million years did I think that I would be in this position. And, and you know, it is true. People stop me all the time and comment on my eye color and my hair. You know, it's like, oh, your hair. I love your, I love your hair color. I love your complexion. Your eyes are so bright. Like your skin is radiant. Um, people comment on my outfits all the time, right? Because I'm, I'm, it has nothing to do with anything other than I'm, I'm radiating the light that's within me, right? It's like I am exuding more of me and my authenticity and that, and people are receiving that. And it's happening all the time. I mean, in my branding, it's everywhere. And, and of course, like not to judge what people choose to do in the form of, um, how they, how they, you know, enhance their beauty. It's that same premise I was talking about when I was sending on a heat to that message, like, right. I want to wear makeup just to enhance the like divine beauty that is already within me because it's fun because I enjoy makeup. <laughs> I enjoy wearing lipstick and lip gloss. Like I enjoy it. Right. And, and so it's that, that piece of like, I don't need anything in order to feel whole and complete. I already am. And it's fun to accessorize. It's fun to adorn myself, right? It's fun to just dress the way that I feel. And I was so asleep in my clothes. I was hiding in my clothes. The amount of black (laughs) that I had, right? And for me, it's just, it's not, it doesn't work for me. Like my part of my frequency is this rainbow frequency of joy and vibrance and vitality and purity and fun and almost like this childlike buoyant play. And that's how I communicate through the vibration of color now because it's me, (laughs) you know, and that's some of the beautiful teachings that Anahita had taught me. So at the end, she talks a little bit more about the the Beauty Unleashed program that, again, this was recorded um, two years ago, which is still blowing my mind. And Anahita's uh, branding has evolved. Anahita's website has evolved. Anahita's uh, even like I think the the terminology that she's using. So now the website is theshe-school.com, which is where you can find all about Beauty Unleashed. But what I really want to share is actually this episode's being released on a Monday on Halloween. Happy Halloween, October 31st. And tomorrow she's starting Radiance, which is an eight-day just absolute free give. So if you're just wanting to kind of get a taste, but also get some juicy, potent transmissions, activations, wisdom from Anahita, I absolutely, I want to keep saying implore you. I'm like, gosh, but it's not that. It's just from this place of like, come, like come over here and feel what it feels like to feel so alive in your body and to trust yourself and to feel so confident in your own skin to self-express, to be visible, right? To to stand in our leadership. That's why I'm like, I just want to take all of these 
beautiful souls with me. So if you're feeling curious, if you're, you know, you've seen me, you've seen my work, you've seen how I'm showing up. Um, and Anahita is one of the many, many teachers in my life, right? There's, we all have people that uh, inspire us and, and help us expand. And, and I know I get to be that bridge for others and you get to be that bridge for others. And that is the beauty of this, you know, of the, the ripple of authenticity and how we get to show up for people. So tomorrow is when Radiance is starting. I'll put everything in the show notes below. I am actually going to be coming in with Anahita on, I think it's one of the last days of Radiance. I believe it's November 2nd. I'm sorry, November 8th. So it starts on November 1st on a Tuesday. And then the following Tuesday, I'll be coming in to connect with Anahita and share a little bit more about my evolution through this work. And I invite you to come because, I mean, heck, I've never done eight days of live training like that. (laughs) So like I said, it's an absolute give. And um, there'll be lots of, she has a lot of low cost offerings. She has obviously Beauty Unleashed, which is a high ticket offer, right? So it's like, again, right, we talk about this in the episode. It's like, I had so much fear. It was the most money I had ever spent on myself when I invested and Beauty Unleashed at the time. Now I've invested even more, right? Because that's how it works. The more we say yes, the the more we bet on ourselves, right? The more we risk to follow our soul's calling. But at that time, I had never done anything like that. And there was a lot of resistance and a lot of fear, right? So this is about like making decisions from that grounded place, from that place of knowing and knowing that the fear will come up, right? The fear around investing in ourselves and spending money and time commitments and all of the things because, right, our patterning, our, our personality self is going to want to keep us in, in playing it safe and keeping, keeping us in our state of, of our current state, which is generally a state of complacency. And our higher self is always going to be calling us forward, right? So it's like you'll feel the pull, but then, of course, the fear gets in the way a lot. And um, obviously through my work, you're obviously, if you're here, you're familiar with how important just being in our bodies is to connect, right? To connect from like, why do I want this work? Is this work for me? What is coming up? What is in the way? What are the obstacles that are coming up in the way when I say yes? Where else do I do I say no to myself when my soul's really asking for for something more, right? Like where else? And this is all natural and normal. Like this is this is the the deconditioning that I keep talking about and that you hear Anahita and I chatting about. So again, some of the offerings and bonuses, and I think the program now is even a year program where when I was in it, I, I believe it was it was six months. So right, things are changing. So the way it's delivered is likely only even more badass <laughs> and ever expanding, right? As as Anahita continues to evolve and refine and, and have more women from all over the world go through this work. So regardless, even in this episode, you'll get lots of value from even learning about the sacred triad, you know, like the hair color, the eye color, the skin color, right? Just starting to get an understanding of the vibration of color and, and frequency and the psychology behind it. And then if you're really feeling called for, right, to say yes in this beautiful free community and container radiance is starting like i said on tuesday november 1st and you know if you ever want to 
reach out about Beauty Unleashed or have any additional questions, you can go to Anahita's website, theshe-school.com, check it out. She also has her community on Facebook, which I think is called, maybe it's called the She School community or She School community. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but I know She School is in it. You can always reach out to me personally as well um, because I only share what I love. I only share what I know. I only share what works for me. And and there was a, a sister that stood for me for this program, and, and I want to continue to stand for other people, right? Sometimes it's through my own teaching. Sometimes it's through my own work. Other times it's through other colleagues of mine and other expanders and other, uh, you know, inspiring leaders and, and facilitators that I've taken their work. And this is this is the way of the feminine, right? It's like, you know what's best for you. You know what your next aligned step is. I don't know what that is. All I can do is open the door, extend my hand out and invite you in. So I'm excited for you to take a listen And like I said, I'll drop all of the current links in the show notes below. And I just love you so much. Happy Halloween. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to pop on here and introduce my beautiful colleague and mentor, Anahita June. I feel like this is a week where things are just stirred up more than ever, and I feel really inspired to just continue to bring on the women that have particularly impacted me this year more than ever to help us all rise up and help us serve and show up in a really big way. And so without further ado, Anahita, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm so excited. Hi. Hi, beauty. Sure. I'm Anahita Jen self-expression and leadership mentor to women around the world with a, really my work. Gosh, I have been a coach since um, it's been like over 20 years when I was in my late teens. I was coaching um, business owners, adults, because, you know, I was like 17 and they were adults. And for the last 10 years, I've been focusing on embodiment and really the sacred feminine expressing through women leaders. So uh, there's so much opportunity for all of us to be free and Lindsay. Thank you, honey. Absolutely. And I know I was very vocal about the experience, the Beauty Unleashed experience that I participated in. And I kind of shared along my journey from when I said yes, all the way, you know, through completion. And obviously I'm still integrating the work. And this Anahita, she's the creator of this amazing platform and program. And I wanted her to just share about it a little more about the work that she does. And I really joined the program because I didn't fully trust myself. And I felt like I was really stuck in this masculine way of doing. And I, 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 it was a lot of shoulds and it was really a lot of showing up for other people and other people's expectations. And that was what I really wanted to step into. And it was not linear (laughs) by any means, which we'll get into a little bit later. But I I find a lot of women are asking me, what are you doing? Like, I see you showing up in big ways. Like, I see you launching your business in new ways. I see the way that you're showing up confidently. Like, I want to learn more. And so why not? Why not just bring on the woman who who helps us all unleash our, our inner beauty around the world? Oh, thanks, hon. So I love that you said that because, you know, you're saying like, it felt like I was so much in the masculine. I can trust myself. Who am I, you know, am I, am I living for other people? And this is really the opportunity. I mean, it's such an, it's an opportunity 
globally. It's an opportunity within each of us to continue coming back to center. And that means really having access to all parts of ourselves, but the world that we live in and the world that we've been indoctrinated in and programmed in has valued the masculine way. And I only use that because language is how we communicate. I don't even like referring to it in gender, but really the qualities of mind, the qualities of linear, the qualities of strategy, the quality of um, you know industry and capitalism versus intuition, circular, nonlinear, wild, uh, quantum. It's, it's very, very, it, they're just different. So we use language and as a, because the qualities kind of do relate to gender, that's how we speak about it. And so that's the only reason that I speak about it that way, because it just makes it more simple and effective. Um, but this is the world that we've all lived in. And so it's like, you're talking about it. It's just like, gosh, learning that all of our power comes from doing and all of our power comes from productivity and uh, where that leaves us, which is really disconnected from our sensuality, disconnected from all these resources that are so available to us women. And it's like, uh, gosh, it's like the biggest effing hoax in the world that it's not given to us when we turn 13 and 14 and 15. I feel like the work that we do in Beauty Unleashed is the work we need to do like from 14 to 25. That's the work that needs to happen. But we don't, you know, because we're riding the high of the hormones of becoming young women and sort of having all that youthful glow and coming into our sexuality. And we're kind of riding that. And when the hormones stop going in that direction, that's when we start to feel like, oh, like life just got kind of dull. What happened? Why am I working so hard? You know, not everybody's enamored by my youth anymore. What am I? How do I magnetize? Because we magnetize with that youthful glow because, you know, it's it's life-giving and it's, it's a lot of aliveness, but it's really um, just there's such an opportunity for all of us to keep coming back to aliveness, which we can we can have as a resource until the day we die. It's not something that goes away at, you know, 20 or 25 or 30 or 35. There's, there's so much available there. Did I make sense? Oh my gosh, yes. And I... I this is the first time that I think maybe you communicated in this way, but it was really between 25 and 30 that I really started to feel like the decline in my libido. That's when my hormone issues really started to erupt and I was feeling so exhausted. And it was just like this cyclical thing that really manifested in, in physical ailments in my body. And obviously that manifests different for everybody. And I didn't know what that was at the time. I had no idea. And it's like now all kind of coming back full circle as I'm starting to continue to integrate and the more that I learn from your teachings, et cetera. Well, it manifests in so many ways, right? It manifests in physical ailments and like hair loss, loss of libido. It manifests as uh, shame. It manifests as uh, like really manageable, low-grade depression and anxiety, which is so incredibly common, but it's really because we're operating in uh, like we're moving with one leg, like, you know, we need both of these polarities. We need both of these um, parts of ourselves, essentially, if we just speak really simply about it. But if we're just up, we've only learned to operate from the industry and the logic and the linear and value the doing, then of course, of course, those, are, of course that happens. I mean, what are you talking about? You know, I was talking to someone today and she was like, well, Nikita, what happens in the program? I was like, you know, Believe it or not, people come off of antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication after 20 years, not because I'm a doctor, you know, I mean, obviously I'm not, and, and it's not like saying that that will happen for 
you or you or you, but that those are the things that happen around us because gosh, like one woman was telling me, like she got so returned to her, to herself as home and really leading from her beauty, sensuality, really incorporating into her activism and all of this stuff. And she said, I remember now when I went on anti-anxiety medication, probably all I needed was a mentor who could help me understand that the reason I was having anxiety is because I was going down the wrong path. Instead, she got medicated and kept going down that path. Mm. Which is, that's the society we live in, unfortunately, right? Like, I think that's, that's the society that we live in. It's the quick fix. And it's like, it's, it's everybody putting you on this conveyor belt down the same road, right? It's like, no, go here, go here, go here. When it's like, but wait, I don't want to go over there. (laughs) The predictable, the safe, you know, the safe path and, um, something I was talking to a friend about recently, you know, here's the thing, like right now, everything is changing. I mean, I know there's changes happening in everybody's lives or changes happening in the world. And we get to learn individually and collectively, we get to learn how to trust the feminine and the feminine will not appeal to reason and logic because we have to learn if we want to be whole beings and lead from our whole selves, We have to learn how to trust the nonlinear. We have to learn how to trust, how to feel for resonance and truth with our bodies and our hearts, not just our minds. So that's what I mean, because we've been so developed and conditioned to get the answers here and then run it here and then decide from here and what's wanting to happen. And this is why it doesn't make sense and it won't appear appeal to logic and reason is there's wanting to be a higher intelligence developed. And this is the intelligence of the heart and the body. And the only way we can do that is to actually move through those fears and those places of mistrust of the feminine and all the ways that it manifests. So all of us have opportunities for greater letting go right now. And if we know how to meet those opportunities, then life can just be exhilarating, like so fun. And I love what you, you, you didn't share this right now, but what you always share is the feminine leaves nobody behind. Like that's the truth. And we all have to do this together. And it feels really good to know that I have a lot of tools and practices. So I don't know if we want to go into any of that, but I think when I signed up for Beauty Unleashed, I had a colleague and a friend who just knew that it was for me before I even knew it. And Anahita knew it was for me before I even knew it. And I really didn't even know what I was getting myself into. (laughs) I just knew that it's what I needed. I knew that I knew the result that I wanted to get. I didn't know the how that I was going to get there. And even in these moments, um, yeah, just in these really uncertain times, it feels good to know that I can ground and I have these safety practices that you help me implement. And at the drop of a hat, when I'm going down that downward spiral of the old paradigm, I get to like bring myself back into it. And it's still going to take a lot of integration and it's still alert, you know, it's still unconditioning what I've already learned, but it feels good to know that it's like, nope, okay, I see, I see it. It's the awareness now, I think more than ever. Well, I love what you said, right? Because, because Jill really stood for you. She really stood for you and she knew what was possible. And you said, I knew what I wanted and I didn't know how I was going to get there. So would you say that all of the work that we did in Beauty Unleashed would fall in the category of what you didn't know that you didn't know? 110%. (laughs) It's like, this is the whole thing. It's like most women don't even know that they don't know this. Like they don't even know. And so what is this? I think it's it's important to get into it, right? It's like, what, 
What do we not even know that we don't know? And so there's a, there's a few tools, you know, it's a, there's a lot about, let's see, the opportunity. Here's the thing. If you're wanting to have impact, I want to tell you that you don't actually need to be the loudest person in the room. That's the masculine path. That's the old paradigm that says you should strive. You can actually just be magnetic. You can be the one in the room that everybody comes to because they see you and they say, huh, I want what she has. Can I have some of that, please? And they just come to you. And I've had this happen to clients. I've had this happen to myself where like, they're like, what do you do? And, I've t- and I haven't even told them and I haven't even told them the investment. And they're like, whatever I'm in, like, like whatever you have, I want it. And I don't even care about the details and I don't even care about the investment. And obviously then the level of inner confidence that comes with that, right? And how much we start letting go. Um, one of the ways we do this is through colors and really helping women to see themselves as part of the work that we do in Beauty Unleashed because the whole the whole premise of it is that really you are at your most powerful when you're in your body and you don't leave your body and that's where the power resides. So how can we help you to see yourself enough that you stay in your body and then how can we give you tools to communicate um, at a variety of levels, communicating with the energy that emanates from you, communicating through psychology of color and all of these things. So one of the tools, which is kind of the beginning and it's easy to teach on, is around psychology of color. And really the teaching on this is that mother nature doesn't make mistakes. So whatever your feelings, your insecurity is around your nose or your eyes or your chin or your boobs or your butt or the women in your family or the men in your, whatever, whatever that is, um, that it's actually all on purpose and we get to learn how to decode that. And so one of the teachings is really about this sacred triad. And I think we can actually use it in a minute from your palette, Lindsay, but basically the teaching is that there's a unique vibration. You know, everything is vibration, hopefully here, thoughts, words, light, sound, color is also vibration. And there's a unique vibration that comes through your hair, skin, and eyes. And so how can we use the tool of color? And I work with 3,500 to find the colors that harmonize with your hair, your skin and your eyes, not just one, but all. So what are the colors that harmonize with all? And when you start wearing these, the unique light of your soul begins to come through. And what happens is you see yourself, you take more exhale. Like, did you feel like you dropped in? Like, oh, like there I am. Oh, I can't if I'm wearing something that's not in my essence, I can't like, I, even if it's, I'm not being seen or even if it's like a workout outfit that I'm wearing at home and there's dirty laundry, I'm like, I don't care. I'll wear the dirty laundry because I just can't even be in those clothes anymore. It's just, it's fascinating. Yeah, me too. It's, it's um, for a lot of people that really, you know, lean into the work. It really is like that because it's like, once you see yourself, you're like, well, why would I do that? And then understanding the psychology of color, right? Understanding those colors that you've been wearing that aren't in harmony with your essence, but actually like they actually like are the frequency of your depression or the frequency of your emotional instability or whatever. So really understanding and leveraging the psychology of it. So I think what would be really fun actually is if we could, um, you know, you don't have to take apart your palette, right? But if you could kind of put next to each other, like the neutral that relates to your hair, the neutral that relates to your eyes and the neutral that relates to your skin. And while you do that, um, so what everybody gets at, at the beginning of the Beauty on these journey is they get their own psychology of color palette. So they get 50 to 70 colors that harmonize for them. 
And then also on the back of their paddles, they know, oh, this is my colored intimacy. This is my shade of red for celebration and romance and passion. Um, and all of these are really powerful tools for authentic visibility. Oh my goodness. That's so sweet. So, so Lindsay's like, a, we were trying to figure out the lighting before we hit record, but let's <laughs> watch the swatch on the left. <laughs> that's sort of like pinkish tone in layman terms is her skin tone. So if you hold that right next to your skin, you could kind of move the other ones out. Yeah, there you go. That's her color of intimacy, right? And then the next one is one that relates to her hair. And this is a very grounding color for the rest of us when she wears this. When she wears this, we feel very like, oh, like just so grounded, you know, good things to wear in times of crisis or election. Noted. <laughs> noted, noted for this week. I'll bring out my right. Donna. <laughs> yeah. And then the other color, the other paddle is one that relates to her eye color, which is a little harder to see right now. But this is her color of negotiation and building the core to get colored away when she's presenting new ideas. So you can see that even those three colors all go together. Like they all relate, like she could actually wear all of them together. She could wear the eye color, which, you know, like the two on the two ends, the eye color and the skin tone, and then she could accessorize with the hair color. And it would be, it would be really beautiful and alive. And if you don't have an outfit like that, I suggest you create one because it's going to be really special. So oh, I do. Um, Martha helped me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we have program coaches that help, um, you know, kind of really drill the process home with each woman. So, so then on like the back of your palette, can we actually, can we see the whole palette real quick? Absolutely. So this is a, this is the beginning of a journey of coming home and it handles so many things around shame, visibility, being in your body, trusting your voice, having boundaries. I mean, look at that. Oh my gosh. Open, 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 open. And then, yeah, like bring it a little lower so we can. Yeah. I have a really beautiful picture of you in like natural light with your palette, and you can really see it. But these are, she's in a little bit of a dark room, but still, this is her essence. So she gets to, through coming into relationship with these colors, she begins the journey of really embodying her true self. Um, what do you want to share about this? Well, I would. I would love to share. It's just been really fun. Like even these two colors are obviously what I'm wearing right now. So I've got my celebration color and you can see it's so easy on the internet. Like I feel like there's, it's just so easy to be like berry, right? And then you can start to kind of look at the different shades. And then this is my power color. This is my secondary power color. And it's actually really fun to set my mood. Like now I actually get to dress and I get to say, okay, I, I really feel like celebrating today or it's date night, but I also kind of want to show some authority or I really just feel like I need grounding for myself. So I'm going to just, you know, wear a full column of color in my hair color. And I had no idea that it could actually change my state. You know, it's like you meditate in the mornings and you pray and you, you can be with yourself and there's all these practices, but I had no idea that physically putting on my outfit, which is something that we have to do anyway. It's like, we get to do that every single day. So why not dress in the essence of who we are? And it's so beautiful that now we're getting into wintertime and people are wearing all of these dark colors. And that is not for me. I get to still show up in my bright berries and, you know, my, my purples and my greens and I get noticed. 
and people see me and I feel amazing. Like I don't look like everybody else and it's, that's how it's supposed to be. So it's been really, really fun. I actually had a lot of resistance to the color work and I found, I know that Jill said the same thing, which is my friend who introduced me to the program. And I find that most people, I feel like go into it, not thinking that's what they need or they want. And then it ends up being all of our favorite, (laughs) all of our favorite parts. And I think my favorite piece is now seeing the women that I went through the program with and seeing how they're showing up now and seeing the differences. And just, even if I don't physically see them in person, just seeing them online and how they're sharing in their communities or, or, you know, dressing just from being on zoom calls. It's really, really great. Yeah. Well, that's the piece, right? It's like, everybody thinks like, well, I just, I just want to work with you. My friend says you changed her life, but can we do it without this piece? And I'm like, no. You know, because I'm not going to have you walking around in the world saying that you worked with me and you don't have this like radical aliveness that is like kind of the signature of my company and our work. Like, no, if you say I worked with Anahita, I want you to be the most alive woman in the room, you know, with the most aliveness, with the most radiating of beauty and light and confidence. And so, I mean, it's such a celebratory thing, right? Everybody wants to do the deep work. And we do the deep work. We 100% do the deep work around shame and voice and boundaries and sexuality and the shame around all. We do all of it, right? Don't we do all of that work? Oh yeah, and it's and it's all connected. And I would love to even just share my. I wish my husband he's out of town. I wish he could chime in because there's a portion of the program where they actually help you pick out clothes and colors to help us because it is a new process. And I remember I bought all of the clothes that were recommended to me. I just was like, I'm going all in. And I bought all of them. And I remember trying on the clothes and my husband was like, I don't care how much this program is. I don't care how much time it takes for you to get through the six months and you know, how invested you are. Like, I don't care because what he said is that first of all, I was hiding in my clothes. Like I wasn't even allowing myself to be seen and my, my body type truly. Like I was actually embarrassed of my body type. And I had a meltdown at the retreat (laughs) during one of those pieces where we were trying on clothes and he's never shared that with me. Like he loves me. He thinks I'm beautiful. He would never ask me to wear something, you know, that I don't want to wear, but it was like, I felt uncomfortable at first. Like I felt like it was too much. And he was like, hell yeah, please wear this out with me. Like, please wear this on date night. Like, please wear this at events. You look amazing. And it took this process for him to say like, absolutely, this is what you should be wearing. I I don't know how many other ways to put it. So that was pretty, that was pretty powerful. That's so sweet. I love that. I remember that moment. I remember the moment when you posted the picture and you were like, I just tried everything on for my husband and blah, 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 blah. And it happens so often because our partners, they, here's the thing, when we are in our full aliveness and in our beauty and in the ownership of exactly how we're created, they are fed by that. It's like, it's like the way that we enjoy the beauty of a rose or, you know, a bouquet of flowers, the partners, the family members, our children, our spouses, they're fed by our beauty, not some ideal of beauty, but just like our ability to own who and what we are. It nurtures them. It gives to them, not from a place of doing, just from a place of being. And so what I was saying is like, we do the deep work, but because we start with the celebration and the embracing of what already is, it's, it's a very different process. And I know there's nothing out there like it. I know what I was talking to somebody. She's like, I've been looking, there's nothing like this. And I was like, I know it's really (laughs) fun. And we attract some amazing women. Um, you know, this thing I want to share with you, because you're wearing your color of, um, 
the healings that happen are so unexpected, but kind of like what you said, right? And then we hold space for all of it. And um, there's such a beautiful community of women and sisterhood and all the wounds we get to heal around sisterhood and mistrust and power dynamics and all of it. But you are wearing your shade of celebration. And so when you, we came on, you said, oh, we're both wearing our shade of red. Is that your shade of red? So this is my shade of red. And that's Lindsay's shade of red. And it can run the gamut from like the pinks to the oranges to the purples, you know, the berries. And, and so there's a, and that's the psychology. So what is your shade of red? What is your psych- psychology of red for you? And like this color, I'll tell you a story about this color. It's been so long, but I just told the story today for the first time in years and I remembered it. When I was given this color, okay, so I hated this color. Can you believe it? I, I mean, know. I love this color. I want to eat this color. It's funny because every time I buy something, my husband's like, surprise, more pink. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually the same way on Ahita. I was an anti-pink woman. Like I, and I, that, I think that was also part of my masculine way. It was like, I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be girly. <laughs> so that, that's the story, right? There's some story, but mine was, it was fuchsia specifically. I was really anti-fuchsia because this was the favorite color of my crazy aunt that I call my crazy aunt. And that's kind of like a kind way to, it's just a real way to talk about one of my mom's sisters who very much embodies the shadow feminine in our family. So very manipulative, very lying, very greedy, very um, like high levels of manipulation and destruction in the family. And this was her favorite color. So when I was given this color, I was like, ooh. And then I was like, I'm all about like sensuality and sexuality and sexual freedom and embodiment. And I'm saying ooh to my own color of passion and romance. And that was like this whole journey home to self. And this is, I mean, this is honestly just a little bit of it, but there's so much power in um, being seen for who and what we are. And it really begins like when we see ourselves, the inner critic shushes. And then we begin to have this process of letting more and more of the authentic self out. And then we're like, oh, I was just received really well. Maybe I can show a little more. And maybe I can show a little more. Did you feel that? Was it kind of like this, like, that's oh, kind yeah. of all right. <laughs> like there were a couple of outfits that I purchased that were recommended to me that I only wore inside my home, you know, for a little bit. And then my husband actually would be like, why don't you wear that? why don't you wear that blue dress when we go out tonight? You know? And then I was like, okay, actually you love this dress. So I'm going to start wearing it. And then I got, I, it just, I became more confident as I started to integrate. And as I started to notice people seeing me for who I really am. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody comes, you know, from such a different, such a different um, background, but the truth is there's so much that we have experienced trauma around being a woman being a woman and whether it's safe to own our beauty, whether it's safe to own our sensuality, our sexuality, our, you know, how do we have to sacrifice being beautiful for being smart? Like, what do we have to sacrifice to win respect and get ahead? And what, what we do, like, cause the program is actually six months, right? So it's like, we begin with this work and then we're doing like a lot of clearing the stuff out of the body so that you continually have permission to embody the different parts of yourself, to give yourself permission so that when we get to the end, you're actually able to hold all of yourself and allow all of yourself to express. And it's a very, um, I think this, I should just put this in because we didn't, I kind of said, oh, I was coaching people when I was in my teens, but you know, the, the container and the way that I facilitate is very informed by my background, which started in personal development um, you know, like I was training to be a landmark forum leader a bazillion years ago, like as a teenager. 
And, um, and then it's also very much informed by the tantric path, by the Vedic path. And, and I, you know, worked as a stripper by night and coached by day. I was a yoga teacher. Um, I did an extensive uh, graduate work in spiritual psychology, trained and apprenticed with shamans for over 12 years from different lineages, called sacred medicines, all of these things. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of tools that we bring in to make sure that the work that we do sticks so that you're not just taking it at the level of mind, but that you are actually going through the process of transformation. And it's a very uh, feminine path. I think one thing that would be really fun to share, um, there's so much we could share, but there's something that would be really fun to share is I wanted to see, um, oh gosh, I wish I had that other picture of you. Oh, I think I do. Okay, hang on a second. I want to see. I I think I have the one you're referring to. The palette. You do? Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay, let me see if I can just share my screen. Okay, we should have the privilege. Can you allow me to share a screen? Oh, good, it does. Okay. Okay, I was going to say I thought I did. This is Lindsay. So much better lighting. (laughs) Right? The lighting is so much truer. So this is. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is so delicious. And so what I want to share is this year, we have, we have a lot of cool bonuses this year for the six month program. And, you know, it is a leadership program. It's meant for women who are resourced and who take their leadership and their impact seriously. And, and we all have some heavy shit that gets in the way, excuse me for cursing, but you know, like insecurities and shame and trauma and sexual trauma and family trauma. It all comes out. It all comes out. Nothing. It all comes out. We hold space. We hold space for all of it. Um, I have my own story and I've been on a healing journey for so long, you know? Um, so here's this I wanted to share with you and I want to share a little something else. So, okay, just one second. This I love. Where did it go? I just had it. Lindsay. Oh my gosh. So pretty. Okay. <laughs> so oh, come back, come back here. Oh, here you are. Okay. Look at that. I love it. Isn't that so pretty? These are, this is, so this is Lindsay's brand colors and her brand deck. And you can see the colors at the top, right? And so this year, what we're doing is we've created a really cool bonus for people that are stepping in, especially through Lindsay, you get to have this because we get a lot of healers, change makers, coaches, whatever. And so basically, uh, Lindsay and a lot of other people are like, yeah, what are my brand colors? How do I do my brand? And so people have been asking this for years. And this year we are finally giving you your actual brand color codes. So each of these color circles you see up here have a Pantone color code. And you basically can just give the codes to any graphic designer or any webmaster and they, they will make everything in congruency. And so this year, we're actually, everyone gets to fill out a form, who I am, what my mission is, what I want to communicate, how I want to be perceived. And based on those answers and the psychology of color palette that we've created for you, we just give you your color codes. So you get those circles on top that you get to like build your whole brand on, which I'm really excited to do for everybody because I feel like people have been asking about this for years. And finally, we're like, oh, four years into the program, <laughs> let's offer this. Well, what's also interesting is I had so much resistance around my colors, around choosing, like, again, I was very stuck in my mind around choosing my brand colors and it actually held me up for quite a bit of time. And then I remember being like, 
perfect. I'm in this program now and I'm just going to let it be what it is. And I still didn't know fully the extent of what I was going to get with the palettes and everything. And it just felt so good. It felt so good because I got to just pick how I wanted, like what I wanted to convey, the feelings that I wanted to convey through my brand. And it made it really, really simple and easy. So I'm super grateful. Do you get a lot of feedback on your brand? Oh my gosh. That's why I wanted you to come on here too, because I feel like women more than ever are wanting to step up in really big ways. And people are coming to me and asking me for these tools and resources. And I'm like, it's the inner work. It's actually the inner work. It's not the the website designer. It's not the person who shot my photos. Of course, all of these, those people are extremely talented, but it's me. It's me showing up in that confident way. So that's, that's the part of it. Yeah, that's so beautiful because that's really the, the key to authentic visibility, right? Because when we're in authentic visibility, we attract the people and things that are meant for us, that are in resonance with us. And so much of the time we have been marketed and learned about pop culture visibility, which has to do like really coming from the ego, how to, it's image, right? Image consulting, like what do I want to portray? Not what is already here. Like not, it's not the understanding. So authentic visibility is like the understanding that what is already here is so sacred, full and perfect. And let me excavate this and unleash this because this will bring to me what is mine. Image, the image work and pop culture visibility is like, how do I want to be perceived? It addresses from the ego level first, right? And then it's like, okay, well, so she looks this way. She did this. This is on Pinterest. I see this here. This is in fashion now. So I'm going to go with this. And then what happens is it leaves a really big space of unfulfillment. And one of the places we see this a lot is, is with actually pop, pop music artists because they get so um, uh, what is it, produced. They get so produced where like their hair color is different. Their skin color looks even different than the clothes. And nothing is like in congruency. It's just this fabricated image from the level of ego. And so they could have a lot of fans. And you, you see this all the time, right? They could even generate a lot of fans and generate a following. But at the end of the day, they don't feel seen and they become depressed. And I think Kesha and Lady Gaga, you know, like you start to hear these stories that are coming out. And now, you know, like look at who they are now, right? Like now look going, at how they're showing going, up. Now going, going to the authentic self because now they're like, actually have enough power. I can yield this and I don't need to like go with what the studio says. But there's a deep, at the end of the day, like we really, I believe, all want to experience connection, true connection, to be seen for who we are, for our natural gifts, for our vulnerabilities, for our contribution. And if we don't see ourselves fully, we're never going to be able to let others see us. And it's really through that process of coming into authentic visibility that people get to experience us. Like that that brand image that I shared of you, what I love about it, you know, it's really just this... Uh, an experience. I feel like we really experienced you here. And um, I mean, I want to just eat it. <laughs> I think it's so delicious. Um, yeah, it's just so, so beautiful. So the point being that it's just available to all of us and it's the, the piece that's been missing. And um, yeah, do you feel like your people have any questions? Or maybe we should check Facebook. I know, I was going to see, I've gotten some notifications. And I, I do want to add, let's see, are you able to check while I, I'm going to try, let's see. Is it, is what is the name of the Facebook group? Is it living well by Lindsay? Living well connect. Oh, okay. So that was coming up. I just didn't it's not working for me. Um, Here we go. We can always follow up with questions too, but I just wanted to kind of close with this and then I'll let you 
share how people can connect with you. Um, just the the community piece, I think now more than ever, I thought I, I thought at the beginning of the year, it's what I needed, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually going to be doing the program again because I want to experience it <laughs> on an even deeper level, especially as things are continuing to shift as we step into 2021. And just even sharing like, the fact that, for example, I'm still, I'm a fur baby mother, you know, right? Like I'm, I'm not a mom yet. It's something that I'm hoping to become in the next couple of years, but just how so many of us women, no matter where we're from or where we live or what traumas we've been through, or if we're mothers or not, or what we're doing for work right now, the amount of, I mean, I feel like I'm connected to every single person's story. And I remember when we would share on the calls and we would share in the Facebook group, I I felt at home because I'm like, I'm not alone in this. And that's what I'm finding more than ever is that we don't share that enough as women. We feel like we're lone wolfing it. We feel alone and we feel like we don't, we can't relate a lot of the time. And so I think being in community now more than ever is extremely important. And I just want to share that I dance every single week on Aida and I just didn't know. It's the same thing. It's like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I tell my, my business coach and one of your good friends, Sasha, all the time, like on Mondays, I take baths. So since the program, my Monday on Ahita, I don't start my workday until noon. And I give myself the morning and I dance and I take a bath. I take an Epsom salt bath. My husband, he's like, you do you. He loves it. He's like, I can tell you're so much more cool, calm and collected. And I dance, I dance before I get in. And then I'm like listening to a song and I get out and it's like, I'm by myself. And then I take a shower and it's just so fun. And it feels so liberating. And that's the beauty of the feminine where I can just be in that moment and release. And I just wanted to thank you for that. Yes. Thank (laughs) you for sharing that with me. Dance is a big part of our culture because it's really, again, around that celebration, the embodied celebration. And um, gosh, I, I just, I love to hear that, you know, I was talking to a woman who was talking about having greater capacity. She wanted greater capacity. She wanted to increase her capacity to have more team, to have more support at home with her children, just all like more capacity, more capacity. And it's like, right, where does capacity come from? Capacity comes from what the mind would label indulgent self-care, meaning it's like beyond like even the baths and the massages, but it's like that dancing before and after it's sticking the bath on a Monday morning, not a Sunday, Saturday afternoon, you know, it's indulgent self-care. When you start to go put yourself in the place of receiving, even when your mind is saying you can't, that's when capacity opens up. And that's, again, that's just so much of the work that we do. Um, I feel like I want to, yeah. So what we're doing now, is it okay if I share about the program? Absolutely. Yeah. So we are starting, we are starting next week. Um, we're doing a virtual retreat. So it's a six month program. We have a total of regularly, we have a total of seven retreat days. This time we have a total of eight retreat days. So there's three and a half days up front. This time we're doing virtual. Then we're planning to do our in-person retreat in April in Hawaii. And we're very excited about that. Um, and then, so it's just, you know, you get the colors and the clothes. We do, we do some ancestral healing work during your maternal lineage. You don't carry the stuff that doesn't belong to you. A lot of erotic activation, sensual activation, which is really waking up the dormant life force in the body, which people, as a result, have lots of good sex or lots of good self-pleasuring if they don't have a partner and lots of creativity, all sorts of things, right? Like just 
we talk about orgasms, we talk about all the things and we go for all the things. Um, and then we have three calls a month, all the things. There's no way for us to like pull the curtain back all the way other than just to say every piece of the female psyche and the places where we felt like, you know, needed to be managed, like manage ourselves, don't be too much, don't be too taboo, don't go, we go, we go all those places. Um, and then we meet three times a month and then each person has their own program coach and they get one private call a month to make sure they're not drifting and they're not lost. And then we come together for a closing retreat, which is where we turn on the Niagara Falls. That is your life force. We do a lot of healing work there. And, um, and then there's a lot of cool bonuses. One of them I shared with you this year, I'm doing a, um, a full day intensive on prosperity on purpose. And I'm really excited to share that. Um, so that's sort of like the additional um, retreat day. Uh, there's a bonus called Dismantling Your Inner Patriarchy. That's an eight-week course. It has some specific modules that stand out for different women at different times. I know you leaned into one of them pretty heavily or a couple of those modules at certain times. I still use most of them. I still I still go to them all, honestly. <laughs> they, they're all so good. It helps. That was a fun. I recorded that while I was pregnant with my son. And I was like, on a whim, I was like, I'm going to teach a course and teach it live every day. And then of course I, I did it on like a high and then I was pregnant. And then, so every day I was like, Oh, I got to teach a course live today. Let's go. But it's, it's actually really um, to the point. It really is to the point. And then there's like 30 hours of content on the place where sacred sexuality, sacred leadership and the divine feminine merge. And, um, yeah, so there's, there, and then there's more stuff. There's like embodied leadership. There's a whole thing around how to move out of your traumas when you're sourcing vision. Um, and, you know, we're super committed to a, um, culture of diversity and equality. So we hold lots of space for whatever comes up around identity, living in this world as women, you know, and really trusting that the intimacy that we cultivate with one another and show up for with one another is the thing that heals the trauma of not being seen for who we are, not being celebrated for our creativity, our gifts, our uniqueness, and all the places where we were forced down a path that wasn't really authentic, that gets healed in the intimacy. So it's uh, it's an intensive transformational process, but it's very celebratory. And it is for resource women, um, you know, we, we do offer some scholarships to women of color, not that every sister of color would need it, but just really it's meant to bridge that diversity piece. And um, yeah. Oh, so we have applications. <laughs> the best part. <laughs> yeah. And it's good to, you know, the link to the application, I, I think everyone can see it. We popped it in the chat, but, um, and I think Lindsay, you'll grab it. The thing is, you know, answer from your heart because, when if I'm speaking to you or if one of the coaches is speaking to you, we're really looking for resonance and we're looking to see like, can we really help you? Is this the thing that is going to change your life? And there are many, 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 many graduates who say this was like the best thing they ever did. So um, it's just, we're looking for that. So if you can just take, you know, just take a full five to six minutes to breathe and answer um, from your heart so we can really serve you in that inquiry call. Um, we're starting really soon. So the people that come from you, we're just going to prioritize onto the calendar. So I'll make extra space to talk to them and make sure we get to serve the community here. I'm so excited. And I, I remember on my first call with you, you know, like I never made decisions from that place 
in my core and in my gut and in my life where my life force energy lives. And you're like, okay, just breathe. Right. And so you're like, okay, no, no, no. Like you're telling a story, you're getting in your head. And you know, it's like, I had to decondition even just what I thought I wanted and and how I really wanted to answer the questions. Like I, I could see myself circling when you were asking me questions. So just breathe, just breathe and dance it out first, perhaps. <laughs> it's like, again, it's like, how do we, how do we learn to live from a place that's not just mind, logic and reason? Well, it's hard if we're only relying on mind, logic and reason and we have such a mistrust. And it's still, honestly, it's so deep. And I'm still constantly working layers of this within myself where I'm called to things or changing things and doing things differently that don't make sense to the mind, you know, and then the wisdom is really speaking. And so it's like, okay, you know, but, it, but we all get to move through those places where we don't trust that. Absolutely. Well, I made sure to include the the link in the in the comments. And then I'm also going to be sharing this with a couple of people who I think would be a great fit. Um, I'm going to upload the recording. And so of course, you can always reach out to me if you have specific questions beforehand. But so is the beautyunleashedprogram.com slash BU? Is that the application? That's the application. Okay, so great. All. We're just kind of giving this to your people. And there's a lot, like if you go to, if you actually go to just beautyunleashedprogram.com without okay. the stuff, you can read about the program. There's a lot we didn't cover because it's a very thorough program. We didn't even go into archetypal embodiment. We didn't go to all of like the psychological feeling and body feeling that happens because we can't. <laughs> it would take like three hours or more. So um, if just, if you know, you know, like if this is, kind of touching a chord, hitting a chord, and you're curious, then it's good to, you know, fill out the application first. So your first come first serve, and then go back and read the page without the BU. So the beautyamishprogram.com is where you read about it. Beautyamishprogram.com slash BU is the application. That's not the paid call. Um, the paid calls, we got, a, we made an offer just FYI, and we got a lot of response. So I am wanting to know the people that come from your community, Lindsay. That um, that they specifically don't do the paid call and they come from here. Okay, um, great. Then then we can sort of prioritize because we have a we got we got a really big response. Well, great. Thank you so much. I want to be respectful of your time and everybody else's. So I'm going to. I think we're just gonna sign off here. I really do appreciate your time. I hope that you all got value out of this. And if you're just looking for transformation, that's the bottom line. Then just say yes. You're a beautiful leader. <laughs> I'm so grateful for you and who you be in the world. So keep shining, sister. Thank you, everybody. Mwah. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. 
You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. Thank you.